0: Hello,
1: hello. Hello. Hi there. Hello and welcome to the Football Times podcast with myself, RadioTimes.com sport editor Michael Potts. And today I'm joined in the studio by the slightly man face of Jake Wilson from BBC Match of the Day magazine. How are you doing?
0: Uh, not so great, to be honest. <laughs> this cold has hit hard,
1: but no- we we struggle through. We we thrive. We grow. It's good. To- <laughs> wow, deep. <laughs> That's the deepest thing we've ever said in this podcast. There yeah, we are. Uh, uh, it's nice to have you in here once more for our final one before Christmas. Um, you ready for the big day? Yes, absolutely. And the big day, you mean? I-
0: Wolves, Man City (laughs) on the 27th, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. That's That's what what everybody's gearing up for around the nation.
1: Um, I need to do some Christmas shopping after this. Anyway, moving on. Uh, We will bring you the Premier League previews for all of the games on TV this weekend. We've got four games for you this weekend uh, across Saturday and Sunday as the festive fixture pile up. Piles up. Uh, Let's start off with Everton versus Arsenal. Uh, It's on Saturday, 21st of December, 12.30pm on BT Sport 1. It's a managerless game, this one. We have Freddie Umberg versus Duncan Ferguson. Uh, Two men who are renowned for their playing careers, not necessarily their coaching careers. Um, We'll start with Everton. Decent point against United. Uh, Ferguson, he milked it at the end. Did you, did you see all of that? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it looked like he's won the cup there.
0: Uh, it's good form. You know, he's really he's showing a side that um, maybe he's set himself apart from Silva, who went before, who was very much not that sort of manager. Yeah. I think Silva banned shouting at the changing room, <laughs> really? which Ferguson wow. has uh, definitely overturned, <laughs> you would have thought, for, for better or worse. Um, but, you know, four points out, two games, big games too, Chelsea and Man United. Mm. He's acquitted himself uh, lovely. So yes. um, Big shouts of Ancelotti coming in, um, but at point of recording. Um, he is not there currently mm. but um, Ferguson's done an amazing job and if it is him in the dugout on uh, Saturday then um, Arsenal won't be best pleased to see that I don't think
1: mm. yeah he seems to have brought a bit of intensity back to Everton I think I've think i said this a few times just that they didn't really lack they lacked a bit of character maybe just a bit timid uh, but obviously when you've got Duncan Ferguson screaming and shouting from the side I love when he took his jacket off in the rain it was just like such a brave heart moment going on there like sort That's of it. you know He is is the uh, epitome
0: (laughs) Um, of kicking every ball, isn't it? The the Pundits have loved saying he's kicking every ball along with them, but he really is um, wearing the wristbands that he used to wore when he played and stuff. He wants to be back out there, but (laughs) Calvert-Lewin
1: is doing that job for him. Performing rituals on the sidelines. So, yeah. Ferguson. Yeah, it's nice to see him, though. Uh, let's say a talented squad kicking into gear a little bit. And yeah, I mean, this is such a good opportunity, isn't it, against Arsenal? Uh, you feel like Goodison, Goodison Park is going to be rocking fans all back on side with Ferguson. Uh, I mean, regardless of the results they'd have been on his side. But, mm-hmm. you know, now that they do have those four points, this is going to be a very, very tough one for Freddie Unberg to. To navigate.
0: Oh wow, yeah! Uh, if Everton win this, seven from nine is amazing return mm. against,
1: against those teams. That are the, the traditional yeah, three the of big, the top big six. six yeah. What if you want to call? But you them.
0: wouldn't. Oh, I'm not ruling anything out. Like mm-hmm. Calvert Lewin's been been playing like a, a man possessed. Um, and Arsenal's defence are not going to be one to see in that. Uh, Richarlison's always dangerous, and, mm. and calvert Lewin on form. What did you Ooh. make of? What did you make of Moyes Keane? What did you make of all of that? It's a funny one, isn't it? Um, I think it is Ferguson making a a real statement. Um, uh, I didn't see the game, but he came on for like 17 minutes and was apparently an absolute shadow. Lost every duel, lost every tackle, kind of only touched the ball nine times, I think Mm. it was. Um, I think he was making a real statement that if you're not playing, if you're not pulling your socks up and scrapping for every ball, you ain't going to play under him. Mm. Um, And I think it's a bit of a shame. Um, it's a big culture change coming from Italy let alone the language um, and he's only a young boy really mm. so you don't like to see a player getting dug out like that I don't think but hopefully if it is Ancelotti that comes in uh, there will be space to grow um, and Ancelotti obviously having managed in Italy quite a lot mm. Will know, um, hopefully, a way to um, work with him and grow him into the player that obviously everyone, including Juventus when they sold him, know who he can be.
1: Yeah, I, th- I thought you, it's one of those where I think sometimes when players are subbed off, if they've been on for still, this might still been on the pitch for an hour or so, and and I think sometimes. There's Mole, you know, mountains out of molehills hills sometimes, and it's a bit like you know, maybe he does just want to change the system, and it's not a personal thing. I feel like eighteen minutes is like that's a mm. man, and I, and I didn't quite when when Ferguson was saying he, he brought him off for the you know the fresh like change the system, you need to bring somebody off. I just think that's that's just it's just lies, isn't it? There really? was other options there. Right? If that is true, then. I think that's awful, man. Management from Ferguson, like yeah. to, to, he knows exactly what the pressure Keane's been under, and to, and to bring him off like that—if it is purely just to you know rest his legs or, or you know change the system—then that's that's weak for me. But I, I do agree with you. I think um, I have heard a lot of people say that he. You know, wasn't chasing down every ball, wasn't giving it the hundred and the hundred and fifty percent. Um so yeah, interesting one. But we'll see what happens this weekend, whether he gets in that squad, who knows. Um Arsenal potentially looking at Mikel Arteta. Interesting choice. Definitely, especially if he does make the dugout for this game, having played for both clubs.
0: Mm. Um, Yeah, people have been saying he's just constantly grabbing all of Pep's tactics, writing (laughs) all the emails down and just (laughs) running off with them for the weekend. Um, He would have had a front row seat to see how poor Arsenal were last weekend. Uh, City cantered past them. It was Mm. barely a contest. It was really tough to watch that, Mm. um,
1: having so many Arsenal mates. Um, Yeah, I I wonder how... (laughs) I wonder how 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 do you coach that team to defend? Because cause ultimately they they can score goals. We've seen that with Aubameyang, mm-hmm. like I If somebody can get Pepe firing, uh, if if Ozil comes into it and, and turns up again, but it's it's just such a tricky one because it's like, how can you work with that material at the back? I, I don't see, and especially with Tini out now for a long time, you back to Kalasinach. There's no leadership at all there. Like they they really do need to go out in January and replace. Sol Campbell. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's <laughs> and a shout. Vieira, <laughs> a little, little bit of for that. I mean that's, yeah. b- that's basically what they haven't done for fifteen years. It's absolutely mental. And they've tried. It is just poor
0: recruitment on their part. Mm. Um they played uh Guendouzi and Torreira in the middle against City, mm. um, with Urzel for the forwards, and it just got completely bypassed every time. Mm. Um and you know, the centre backs, we know the problems, they've got a centre back. Chambers hasn't been playing that badly, but he's not You know Arsenal's uh, white knight. He's not going to come in and sort their defense out. Longberg, you know, he's working with with what he's got, and obviously he isn't the um, probably the tactical manager. He probably isn't the man who's got the experience to sort that defense out. Who Mm. knows if Arteta is? Um, And it's it's a strange one because Leno is playing so well. The Mm. saves that he makes week in week out are phenomenal. Um, Every time Wolves play him, I curse, curse (laughs) that he's in net and then in front of him it's just a bit of a shambles. Yeah.
1: I actually in in slight slight defence of the Arsenal defence. Mm-hmm. You mentioned it there that that midfield just seems so passive and and Guendouzi, I know a lot of you know the football hipsters love a bit of Guendouzi. I I don't totally see it. I think he's good at carrying the ball forward but I just don't know whether he's got the presence to to really hold down the fort at the back. Not at his um, age, I don't think, just yeah. yet. He's, he's a young man himself. We, we'll mm. come on to my potential suggestion for a replacement Ooh. later in the podcast. Hello. Stay tuned. Uh, you, you've you got to stay tuned. You're plugged into the system here. Uh, <laughs> prediction for this one? Um, I think uh, this
0: one is a funny one. You can never trust the early kickoff. No. Never trust the early kickoff. That's um, a man
1: who's lost his act a few times there. <laughs> maybe,
0: maybe not. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say Everton are going to have this calvert embrace, brace, yep. two
1: 0 I've got, I've gone one or two nil to Everton mm. here. I just feel they've got that fire in the belly now, and I don't know whether Arsenal actually have the bottle to to go to a place like Goodison Park and come back with all three points. Um, moving on, we have the four thirty kick off on Sky Sports Premier League and main event on Saturday afternoon. Uh, it's Manchester City versus Leicester, one of the games of the season so far. You could suggest. Um, I will have, ar- I will have arrived home in the glorious city of Sunderland at this point uh, for my Christmas break but no time for family catch-ups with this one on TV yeah, Yeah. bye mom. (laughs) Jamie Varney's on the telly Uh, yeah, you've alluded to it there but they they cruise past Arsenal absolutely, it
0: was was city of old well it, it, or if not arsenal of, of present <laughs> um they they look <laughs> like, yeah the city look real good again um and this is without aguero this is with foden starting mm. this is with no real center back of of note um so looking good um i think the, the signs the signs there but this is a real test um this mm. is a proper football team who yes drew against norwich but we'll give them as big a test as they will get outside of Liverpool. Mm. So, um,
1: yeah, for sure. I think as well, nice to see we had a little chat about this. KDB returning to form Ooh, just after, just after I told touch. everybody to take him out. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, for that, everyone. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, he's up to nine assists now for, for the season mm. on the Premier League site. Uh, to, by far away, you know, the top man there. Uh, you just think, when you've got him in the team? You've always got that create, creative spark in the middle there. Definitely, any team would
0: cry out for a player like him, and it's it's such a funny one. Like you, you think about, and we kind of say, "Oh, he's the best player in the league. He's the best player in the league." Um, De Bruyne midfielders go. There's there's no one that rivals him. There's no one even close mm. um when he's on his form.
1: He does have a quieter day in him, though. Yeah. I I do think he does he does seem to drop off, um, and and there are times he doesn't affect the games maybe as he should, mm-hmm. but. I mean, that's that's nitpicking, considering the talent he actually does have. And, and like say, he showed it again the other day. Comparing him to Ozil in the game as mm. well, who was a passenger, um, comparatively especially, yeah. head and shoulders. Yeah. You, you look at Arsenal, you think how much money they're paying somebody like Ozil to be their creative spark. And you think, like, if, if you just had a De Bruyne... Like, De Bruyne is the guy you build that team around and... You know, Man City reaping the reaping mm. the benefits of that uh, Yeah, like you said It's a tough one this weekend Against Leicester Who are second in the Premier League table yeah. um, Vardy unlucky not to score against Norwich uh, A bit of a, cr- a crucial header But obviously not goal bounds And uh, Tim Krul just flapped that straight in um, I actually watched a bit of that game And, and yeah, they, they looked like they played very well I don't think it's a case of they're running out of steam or losing momentum or anything like that. I think they still, they probably could have won that 4-5-1 if it had been another day.
0: Agreed. And I, th- I think that's um, credit to Norwich. They really seemed up for it. Mm. They really attacked that game. So, um, Leicester shouldn't be too disheartened.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've seen what they've done to, to big teams. They came close against Liverpool early in the season. Um, and, and here's my shout for who <laughs> Arsenal could be looking at, indeedy. Oh, what what a, a player, man! I mean, I know that's a pretty generic take right now because he is—he's he's so good. But um, I mean, I don't think you'd really want to take this. Is this is not patronizing or or, or sarcastic here? But he probably doesn't want to take a step down from Leicester to Arsenal not or somewhere like that.
0: It's the same with Rogers, You know, yeah.
1: why would Rogers leave leave Leicester right now if it isn't
0: for a, a really massive club? Mm. Um, they play. And Didi in the middle, and then against uh, Norwich, they played Pratt, Telemans, Madison, Inacio, and Vardy in front. Phenomenal! Which is such a forward-thinking midfield attack. So it's literally yeah. just in protecting that back four, and um, he does it without hesitation, without mm. worry. He's a he's a baller.
1: Yeah, and when you put it like that, that's the sort of thing where Arsenal, you've got Lacazette, like Aubameyang, Pepe. Ozil like if you try I'm not saying all four of them but you do want as many of mm-hmm. those four as possible in that team and if you've got somebody like Ndidi sitting there um, sitting deeper I mean he still pops up and has a goal every so often well, does indeed, but he? He loves a strike. yeah it's just having that man who's going to sit and anchor your whole midfield is just crucial and I don't think you know I'm dipping back into Arsenal chat here but I don't think they've mm. got that one man who's going to sit deep like an anchor man no they're trying to that.
0: fit two in there to do that one job mm. Um, mm. and at Leicester indeed, is uh Doing it
1: absolutely uh, what happens do you think if either side wins this game so say if, if Man City win this game mm-hmm. are, are they are they back in the title race are, are they out of it now I don't like the chat
0: that the title race is over in December because yeah. uh, Sadio Mane gets injured Virgil van Dijk gets injured Liverpool lose three games on the spin Uh Everyone's like, "Oh, the title race is back on." So I think we should yeah. just we should be optimistic about the uh, the title race and say it's still well and alive. <laughs> as neutrals, <laughs> as, as neutrals, um, I do think City is still Liverpool's uh, biggest threat. I think when they get ahead of steam up, they can get going. I think Leicester will have down periods, and just as a transitional team, um, yeah. It happens. Uh, yeah, Leicester ten points behind Liverpool currently. City fourteen. Liverpool are gonna be dreaming of that draw. Yeah, um, yeah, a 1-1 and then they're 9 and uh, 13 ahead with the game in hand that's beautiful when mm-hmm. they get back from the Club World Cup um, yeah I think the title race is still there
1: yeah I mean I, I, I slightly disagree because I think Leicester they're playing so well like I think we've j- the amount of times I've heard people recently I've, I've been chatting you know different people about what's going on and um, and they've been like, oh yeah, they'll run out of steam, or they'll pick up a few draws here and there, like, we've said this before, we said this before, mm-hmm. and they did not run out of steam. Um, I, I, it's funny looking at people like Schmeichel, Vardy, etc., and thinking like, these are title winners, they know how to win titles, or, or, or the title, and I I, I really, really think they'll be in it come May. Well, oh, whether 100%. whether they'll actually do it, you know, it's it's such a long shot. But if they can beat Man City, if they can go to the Etihad and win this one, that is enormous. And I think, let's like, say, if if Liverpool come back a bit jaded, maybe after all the traveling, after the Christmas schedule. um it really could be a it could be a tight one going into January, February, and and obviously we're going to come to it in a little while. But Leicester, Liverpool next week, in Boxing Day is Ooh. an enormous game. Um, but sticking with this one prediction, I think City, have got this. Yeah. Um, even without Aguero, I think S- City are going to sneak it Interesting, we're going with a 2 all draw Ooh. The Liverpool fan dream right there <laughs> um, Moving on to Super Sunday At 2 o'clock on Sky Sports Premier League and Main Event We have Watford versus Manchester United um, Let's we'll start with Watford they should i mean they could have won that game against liverpool oh they should have won that unbelievable game unbelievable the right chances massive, they had
0: massive massive chances the deeney one which some outlets yeah. did not even put on the uh, the highlights package <laughs> yeah. oh go with your other foot mate um, but he'll very well know that and then Decore and Saar both failing to kick the football <laughs> in the premier league <laughs> was out Standing. <laughs> yeah. Um and Liverpool could have um, been in real trouble.
1: that's so, one. I was just like, oh come on. And I know it's it, it probably was trickier than it seemed. It wasn't yeah, you know, it was a bit of an awkward yeah. ball, given benefit of the doubt, but the replay is just so comical, just watching the ball loop over his foot. I was like, come on, pal. Um but yeah, I mean, instantly they look more organized under Nigel Pearson. Yep. I think they've tried so many philosophies that you, you know, you, you don't want to just say Nigel Pearson is, you know, bread and butter, meat and potatoes manager, but like he is just going to get the basics like nailed down and mm-hmm. then build on on top of that, which is it's a very sensible, uh, pragmatic approach to it. Um, and, uh, and they had he had Deany to rely on again,
0: which uh, yeah, yeah, previous managers had not yeah, um, so much. so I think that really helped. But they've really got to sort out scoring some goals. Mm. Nine goals have scored this season. Uh, the only two
1: players to have scored more than one are Delafeo and Gray. And Gray hasn't been playing <laughs> even. Andre Gray. So, yeah, um, it's, it's not encouraging signs, is it? Really, you need no. that ten goal strike at a step up. And Ndini could be that guy. He just needs to to find his way back in.
0: Or defenders as well, because mm. uh, like teams like Newcastle, they've really been helped by Lascelles and Fernan- yeah. uh, Fernandez scoring the goals. Uh, not one Watford defender has scored in the Premier season. Mm. So. Come on, Cathcart. Sort it out. <laughs>
1: so, there you have it, folks. <laughs> Craig Kafka is to blame for for Watford's lack of goal scoring. Sort it out. Yeah, I had a look at you. This is bizarre. My bizarre start of the week. Uh, Delphio hit the post four times more than any other. He's basically more than any other player in the league. So wow, they could have nearly doubled their goal tally this Aim for year. The middle of the goal. Come on, mate. Then, uh, you're finishing. Yeah, you're aiming too precisely. Yeah. Uh, Man United. Uh, they take. Yeah, oh, They're on the trip to Vicarage Road this weekend. Uh, the Solskjaer out by Christmas Brigade. They're not going to be too happy right now. He's doing all no, right. He ain't going anywhere, is he? I think he's built a little decent platform there. He I think is. he t- deserves a little bit of credit. Only two defeats. Um, two defeats in the last 14 in all competitions. Not bad going. I no. mean, one of them was to, you know team in Kazakhstan whose name eludes me Astana <laughs> Astana, Astana. Yeah. Uh, but i mean that that's not rampant but it's it's solid it's good enough
0: yeah i think it's he, he needs to calm things down he has seemed mm-hmm. to have done that for now they're not they're not uh, setting the world alight they've got lots of problems still in that that team um, relying on Gwe- greenwood uh, mm. For goals, um, Martial is in and out of form. Mm. Um, I think they definitely should be going uh, hell for leather for for Harland or maybe a Latoro Martinez in mm. January because um, they need some support up there. Um, but but doing well with what he's got at his disposal, mm. especially in midfield,
1: quite a nice platform for Edward Wood to completely screw up, really, isn't it? <laughs> like <laughs> you feel like yep. once you know, if if you, if Ashley Young moves out, then it's repli- you know it, it's just replacing those. The deadwood pieces, yes. or the the pieces who've been there for too long, mm-hmm. uh, the likes of maybe Juan Mata, uh, Phil Jones, just sort of rooting those out, bringing in a pretty much direct replacement, but mm-hmm. f- but a fresh face. I think that's the sort of model they need to be following now with January coming up definitely they're not far away
0: from a really strong first 11 mm. you know you look at their back four if, if on their day it's Shaw Maguire Lindelof Wan-Bissaka with De Gea behind them mm. you know you can't really improve on that without spending some proper proper money mm. so um, hopefully if they all stay fit for
1: Oli you can get some uh, wins instead of some draws. Absolutely. And with Chelsea sort of dropping off at the moment, it kind of activates mm. United's top 4 hopes again. I mean, Me it, it's, it's pretty close. Spurs are in there. We're going to we're going to talk about. We may be talking about Chelsea and Spurs next. <laughs> uh spoiler alert, but yeah, you just feel like United they've actually got something to play for now, rather yeah. than just a case of, you know, see how high we can get, you know, how how established can we make this sixth position? Like they've actually got a top 4 spot in their sight
0: nothing's written off until it's written off um, and Man United will know that as as well as anyone they will be aiming for Frank Lampard and these young mm. boys yeah absolutely uh, prediction for this one it's tough isn't it um, I'm going to say draw I think mm. Nigel Pearson is going to sort them out Delphoe maybe sneak one, and then uh, then Rashford's you
1: know break the Hornets' hearts. Interesting. I'm going with the Man United win yeah. for this one. I feel like this is the sort of game that if they are mm-hmm. going to get that next the next level, then you've got to be beating bottom of the league, whether it's home away, whatever manager situation is. You, they've got to win this one. They do. Uh, moving on to. I mean this is such what a what a good weekend of games this is. No, Only beautiful. four games on TV. Happy but holidays are, to all. All fantastic, yeah. We have Tottenham versus Chelsea. We have Chelsea visiting Jose Mourinho's Ooh, Tottenham hotspur. You'd love to see it's it. It's a four thirty kickoff on Sky Sports Premier League main event on Sunday. Um oh man. Oh, man, he's going to want to win that one. <laughs> oh, what a, what a game that Did, we've got on our didn't hands. quite happen for him when he went back to Old Trafford, but you no, feel like this one. This is a tasty game. One of his old boys come in, leading
0: his old club, oh. sorts him out, puts him in his place. <laughs> Frank, <laughs> mate, you're not ready. <laughs>
1: it's like your best Tours in Reno impression there. No, yeah, but I'm, not, I'm not doing any
0: accents. No accents. That's, yeah, we, uh, we steer clear dangerous. of that here on Football
1: yeah. Times podcast. Uh, but... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's such a—it's an interesting. What is it? Because, Spurs, neither side are playing particularly well. Mm-hmm. Yet, I mean, I mean, that's the difference with Spurs, isn't it? The the the, the end of Pochettino, start of Mourinho. That they were playing badly and losing. Now they're playing a little bit less badly and winning. It's it's such a fine margin, but they're actually. Grinding out these results in true Jose fashion, and they'll be absolutely delighted with that.
0: I hate to agree, obviously, as a as a Wolves fan and a proud one. Uh, last weekend was was tough. We battered. You're a Wolves fan, mate. Yeah, just, never a bit, just a little bit. Just uh, a little bit. We battered the Spurs. We did not let them uh, have any respite. Uh, we just can't score enough goals. Um, Troy Hulray got. Uh, Kicked the spit out of by um, everyone, including uh, England sweetheart Harry Kane, um, <laughs> and uh, Spurs do what do what the the best sides do, and that's find a winner winner late on. We did not mark Yamutongen at the corner what at all, and he heads home. Um, mm. And Jose will be over the moon with a result like that. Obviously, yeah. Wolves are aside, no one uh, takes lightly now. Um, mm. You know us and Sheffield United up there changing the game
1: a little bit. Uh, yeah, Spurs—they're they're an interesting one, aren't they? Because now, all of a sudden, they have—you uh, know—a win takes them back into the top four against, obviously, against Chelsea, who are three points ahead. Win this one, and and suddenly, from being what fifteenth, fourteenth when when Pochettino left, all of a sudden, their season is just alive again. It's, it's, it's great to see and um, I think it will give a lot of hope to all those clubs around
0: there that they've got things to play for the whole season through. Mm. Um, you know, Chelsea could go and not win four on the bounce or something and um, Man United and Tottenham are right back in there. Mm. So this is a really important game for both these sides. No one's going to want to lose, especially Jose. Oh,
1: I'm already excited. <laughs> um, yeah, ch- moving on to Chelsea, I guess... What's what do you think's going wrong there? I mean, that's a few defeats in a row now. Um dare I say Lampard, it's 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 looking a little bit Solskjaer esque. So where they, they went in that enormous winning run at the start, uh, under Solskjaer, then you know, the losing run, now they're sort of middling out. Lampard obviously they started badly, uh, had that phenomenal run in the middle, and now they're losing every game it it, it just needs, you know, it's it's needs that balance back again.
0: I think it's um it's quite player-focused. Um, mm. Chelsea's Chelsea's spells of highs and lows. So when they were really high, Mount was on form, Abraham was on form, then Pulisic came in and really kind of mm. hit the ground running. They've all kind of slowed down a bit. Mount isn't getting the assists and having the influence he was. Pulisic isn't taking on eight players and scoring goals. Um, and I think they're lacking a little bit of a spark. Against Bournemouth at the weekend, they, uh, Lampard left Kovacic on the bench and went with um, Conte, Jorginho and Mount as kind of a midfield three. And I really think they missed him. He's been really important for them this season mm. as that creative spark, kind of driving the team forward. And he's been hitting the net for the first time in his Chelsea career. So I think he'll be back in and I think um, that'll do Chelsea some good. Um, they just they, they need to get those players that were on fire back on fire
1: mm. and you would think another another narrative going into this one a lot of these Chelsea youngsters would have been sort of you know looked over by, by Mourinho he'll know all about them he'll have seen them all as, as 16 17 year olds mm. uh, the likes of Tamori Abraham etc and and just not rated them particularly do you think they'll have a little bit of a point to prove in this one oh definitely or someone like Zuma who was sent
0: out online yeah. so many times and and overlooked yeah they're going to want it a little bit aren't they
1: interesting At the just, new just stadium multi-layered you know? uh, and, and obviously new stadium way <laughs> hey, new Yay. stadium Klaxon uh, <laughs> just first of a new stadium uh, yeah move, prediction for this one
0: that one's tough. Uh, I think I think Chelsea are going to get a result here. I think they're going to do it. I think Jose is going to have that dour look on his face. He's going to have his uh, hands in his pockets, grumping
1: around. And Frat Lampard's going to shake his hand gladly. Interesting. I'm going to Spurs win this one. Ooh, I'm seeing Jose sprinting off down that touchline. I'm seeing some iconic gesturing towards those Chelsea fans. <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen there. Uh, very quickly, moving on to fantasy Premier League tips. Um yeah, once again, I'm 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 not looking not looking at our technical guy here who uh took out Sterling and De Bruyne. Oy. Um sorry, man. Uh <laughs> I did the same. I took out de Bruyne and brought in Harry Kane, you know, shuffled around a little bit, didn't work. Um but Crystal Palace defenders mm-hmm. remain the order of the day. Uh conceded the other night, but they're on a decent little run of form. John Lundstrom Bow down before John Lundstrom. Stop leaving him on the bench, everyone. He gets <laughs> points every week. Martin Kelly and John Lundstrom. Yeah. It's the ultimate sub one, sub two combo. Get them no, both in your just fe- Get them both in, the in start your fe- in 11. Yeah.
0: Everyone, I keep hearing these moans every Monday morning, it's like, Oh Lundstrom, eleven points on my bench. No, just play him. Just play <laughs> yeah. him. Sheffield United are brilliant. He gets goals. Yeah. He gets assists. He gets clean sheets. Play him. <laughs>
1: Rant over, impassioned. <laughs> Do you feel better now? Yeah, cool. Uh, Liverpool missing a fixture this weekend. Still don't think it's worth taking out Mane no. and the likes, unless you can swap him back in super easily. Yeah, for sure. I've I've got a nice strong bench. I think it's probably good to have a, a good bench over Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, you never know who's going to get rotated in and out. I have Adama Traore, as you'll be glad to know, slightly sad, sitting, says, sitting yeah. in number one spot on the bench. So he'll probably come in for Mane. I think this weekend. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, what's in the mag this week? The Mag this week is our big bumper free week special. So it is
0: yes. highlighted with our hundred best players in the world twenty nineteen. So the best players in the world and on the best season they've had. There's some big calls in there. And Wolves fans, you might not be disappointed, who can say? See,
1: this is a this is a tease everybody. So Paz Paz dropped the, the bombshell that some Liverpool players were in the top hundred players in the world, but, but Wolves. Mm, just saying. Interesting. Just saying. Uh, yeah, moving on as well, just a final word. We're not going to be around for Christmas. Yes, I know. You're very sad. We are sad too. Uh, but we'll be on our little Christmas holidays. So we'll be back in 2020. Before then, though, we have a few rounds of fixtures with some big, big Premier League games going on uh, over Christmas and New Year. Obviously, we mentioned Leicester Liverpool's Boxing day on Amazon Prime, as are all of the Premier League games on Amazon Prime. Um, Arsenal-Chelsea-Liverpool-Wolves, that's a Sunday on the 29th on Sky Sports. And then you've got Arsenal-Man United, who knows what the situation could be like on that day, on New Year's Day uh, with BT Sport, and they have all the full round of Premier League games on BT Sport. So, you know, you don't have to talk to your family at all over Christmas if you don't really like them. Just stick on the telly, there's probably going to be a match. Thank you very much for listening in 2019 for the start of our Football Times Odyssey adventure love an odyssey well, <laughs> thank you very much to mr jake wilson for braving the cold and coming into the studio today and we look forward to seeing you all in the new year goodbye merry christmas
0: see you later